What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Journey Church Home Group Podcast. We're still in our series, The Good Fight, talking about the armor of God. Today with us, we have Vinay, as always. Hey. And we have Mr. Ian Guido. I'm going to be honest. There's a lot of pressure on me right now. <laughs> I've watched you guys do this over and over again. Big fan of the show. I watch it every week. First time caller. With, with a Long bunch of listening. friends. Uh, and this was probably one of the most intimidating things, you know, because every week you come on, you're like, hey, what's up, everybody? And Vinay's always like, hey. And I literally was like, what am I going to say? So uh, what's up, everybody? I'm glad to be able to be here on that was the show great, today. You, that was a great good choice. Job. Good job. Yeah, that was really well. You Keep lived going. up to it. <laughs> cool. And then I'm, I'm still Taylor. So uh, this week we're talking about faith. In the armor of God, it's the shield of faith, uh, and 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 basically, we're not going to get too much into it per usual. If you didn't watch the ser- sermon yet, make sure you do that. Uh, Steve's going to give us some really good insight into kind of what this means. Um, but basically, the way that Priscilla in the book kind of explained faith was it's it's acting like you believe what God says is true. So we've bars. talked about the truth. It's not my bars; it's her bars. <laughs> they're Jesus bars. <laughs> they're Jesus bars shared, uh, and, and so. You made me lose my thought. I'm sorry. Now I'm thinking about the video of Eric going <laughs> Jesus bars. I think about it often too. I bet you do. You're married to him. <laughs> and so, so we've talked about trust, right? Trusting that what God says is true. Believing that what God says is true. Faith, I think, is is more of a condition of our heart where now we... it. So let me back up. We've talked about trusting and believing that what God says is true. And we've talked about doing the things that God tells us right. to do. I think faith is where those two marry. And you're Believe doing it. what God says to do because you believe that what he says is good. And so the Bible says, you know, faith without works is dead. And I think the other way works without faith is just religion. It's Mm -hmm. like we talked about the other week, the traditionalism, right? And so I think that's where faith is where the two like intersect. You believe Mm -hmm. what God says is good. And so you do it. And so my question for, for everybody, you guys, everybody at home, where, where have you seen that in your life? Like, where have you chosen to step in faith into what God is calling you to do and you've seen him come through in a way that like only he could I think uh personally tithing was one of the biggest like things that I did in the beginning of my relationship with Jesus because when we started coming to church um Eric was going through what he went through like we I just had a baby so I wasn't working for a while and we didn't have any money um paying off rehabs lots of fines all those things and so I always kept saying well tithing is for you know those people that that are settled like I'll get I'll get there one day and um I remember God just kept like conviction like you felt like that like guilt almost but like you know that guilt and shame is from the devil but that that conviction feeling like I feel like I'm supposed to be doing it anyway Mm -hmm. and um my house was in foreclosure and all these crazy things were happening and I was like you know what I'm just gonna fully tithe like we're going to tithe um, 10%. And at the same time, we were having Compassion Sunday. I was like, dang, now I got to do that too. <laughs> no, but I did do it because I did it completely blindly. I was like, I think my card's going to decline when I tithe, but but it didn't. And God actually like saved my home and, um, and had opened doors for us financially that I could not even fathom or explain to people because it only is explained through divine intervention. And yeah. And, um, I literally, we both decided to do that blindly. And the cool thing is, is like being married. I also, that conviction was laying on both of our hearts between God and like, not like an argument with ourselves. So, um, he proved to me in that moment, his realness and that he will always provide, like yeah. he will always provide for us. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's cool. How so about you? you? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But you had to go do it first. Yes. 
Like it wasn't just no. I'm gonna wait until God provides and then I'm gonna yeah. do it. It was I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing this. That's what I thought God. you were supposed to do. I yeah. you were supposed to wait. Like God wouldn't right. want that for me. You know, He wouldn't want me to right. to suffer. 10% when I don't even make money and we have all these things to fix. But when I did it blindly, like I can't, I would be here all day telling you the relief that he's given us financially. Yeah. Schoolhouse joined too. how you said that yeah. you felt like God was putting it on your heart. And then you right. found out later that it was also like Eric's heart as well. Right. Yeah. How was that? You were like, hey, I feel like we should tithe. And he was like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's funny because like, I think we both were afraid that there would be an argument between each other. Yeah. Like be, and we, it was relief, like, oh, right. we're oh, on the cool. same wavelength. Like, let's yeah. just do it blindly and literally just tied. And then the, it was compassion. It's always cool that when that happens. Sunday. Like, with your yeah. spouse or with someone, there's, you have, like, you feel like something's on you. And then you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I should say right. it. And then you share it. And the other person's like, me too. I feel like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I think actually one of the coolest parts about that is uh, it was always like confirmation to me that the Lord was speaking to me in that moment. And it actually yes. ends up making me feel like more. Uh, connected mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to, to Jesus. It actually reminds me, uh, probably off topic of faith, or maybe not, I don't know, but there was like a time we went to a, a pastor's event uh, back in the day, uh, me and uh, Steve and a couple of other pastors, and someone came up and they were given a presentation that they were uh, wanting to open a church or felt called to open a church in the city of Reading. And I just remember being like, uh, coming from like the city of yeah. Reading when I was younger and, and kind of always had a heart for it. Um, and I was like, man, that'd be so awesome when we helped them. I was like, how do I like talk to Steve and be like, we should do this, yeah. man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like he, I'm like, he's not going to listen to me. And, uh, after the thing, we walked out of the, the auditorium and he was like, we should, we should help that pastor. And I was like, what? I like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't, I was about to cry. I wanted to cry, but not in front of him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, turn around but, real quick. But it was like, uh, I mean, I, I just got goosebumps a little bit, like right. talking about it. Yeah. Um, cause it's, it's like a confirming moment yeah. that the Lord is, is like speaking to you. I always think that's yeah. cool. Where have yes. you, where have you seen that faith in your life? Ian? Oh my goodness. So I was actually really excited, uh, that you guys asked me to be a part of this and talking about faith. As soon as I get my phone open, I took tons of notes and I have a lot to say, but that's uh, because I feel like a lot of, uh, a lot of my life is based off of, uh, taking steps uh, of faith or blind faith and, and just trusting the right. Lord. And some of that, I don't know if it's, you know, uh, growing up, you know, my dad uh, had always didn't want me to not do things out of because of being afraid. You know, obviously he would, you know, tell me to, to be wise about it. Like, you know, if everyone's jumping off a bridge onto a concrete slab, you know, don't do that. That's dumb. You should be afraid of that. Uh, not to do that, but you know, if there's a body of water underneath you and everyone's having fun and it seems safe, uh, you might be scared to do it, uh, uh, but do it. Mm-hmm. So you get to experience yeah. it. And my dad, I think, just always wanted me to be able to experience life. And I'm thankful for it because I believe that it made it a lot easier. Because, uh, man, from the moment that, that I experienced Jesus and got saved, uh, I had had taken steps of, of faith or into faith to, to do things. And God has always uh, blown my mind from it. I know that where I sit right now, right here, even being in this seat and, and the life that I live and the family that I have, uh, comes from, uh, uh, comes from that, from, from stepping out and not being afraid to, to have faith in, in certain moments. Uh, even from, like I said, uh, the moment that I got saved, I remember, 
realizing I'm like, this is, this is real. Right. Jesus is real. I just experienced him. And, uh, all I want to do is tell everyone that I know about him. And, and I knew that, that, uh, whatever I did had to be done here, like at, at this, the, the church that I sat in that journey, uh, in our Limerick campus at that point in time. Uh, however, it was, it was met quickly with some, with some force. Thankfully, the guy that led me to, to Jesus that day and brought me to church, um, which even took faith then before I came, he was right. like, told me this whole story about Jesus and I had to take him at his word. It was easy yeah. though, because the first time I met the guy that led me to Jesus, he had smoked me up something fierce. Uh, I was in high school then, and I think he had graduated like three or four years before that. So, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, with my friend to church here. And he led me to Jesus. And then there was uh, opposition brick walls. He was like, all right, well now you gotta, if you're going to follow Jesus, here's these things that you should do. You should come to church every Sunday. Don't miss. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, except two weeks from now is the <laughs> X to you concert. Uh, and I'm going to go to that. And he was like, do not miss church. Well, I missed church and I ended up uh, making mistakes. And I actually gotten uh, drunk, uh, which was one of my issues from before, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I should, I should be obedient. Right. And, and just making the fact that Sunday mornings are going to be dedicated towards coming to church and following Jesus. And that was uh, epic because it started creating that relationship. And the only times at that point that I would hear anything about Jesus came from, came from that. So, uh, yeah. and then, I mean, years of, of taking little steps, you said tithing, like that was, you know, it was, right. it was again, like, Hey, you should do this. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, I didn't listen to Donnie at first or my friend at <laughs> first when he said, come to church and right. I see where that got me. So I'm going to start making, uh, you know, obedience and, and doing, you know, what the Bible says and having faith that God's just going to provide, uh, right. and be there for me. I should, I should believe that this is real. So I would start, it, it kind of made it easy. It's like tithe. Okay. I'll start doing it. Uh, and I trusted God, which is what my friend told me is like, the Bible says, trust God in this is the only thing Like do that. I'm like, okay, sweet. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and, and it ended up, uh, working out, reading, reading the Bible all these little things uh, that ended up leading me to a time actually where um, we, I had been going a journey for about three years at that point and been following Jesus for three years. And I had an opportunity to move into Phoenixville um, with the guy that led me to Jesus and his family, which was amazing because we we're going to live right in downtown Phoenixville. Yeah. Uh, two buildings down from where we had recently started our church in Phoenixville. So I was like, this is awesome. And then that week that I was supposed to move, um, I went to work that day and the guy that I worked for was like, yeah, I failed as a, as a businessman and my business is failing. Um, and everyone's getting laid off. And I was like, all right, cool. So (laughs) now, now what do I do? Right? Like, Uh, so I decided to, to do what I felt was right, which was move to move to Phoenixville. And I just knew that if I, if I hustled and worked hard, I could get a job. And I felt like the, the Lord was going to provide me and that, and he did, I, I, I got right to it, started doing uh, applications. I got hired by the borough of Phoenixville, uh, to be a parking enforcement agent. Best people ever, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I hate when people say meter maid, though. It's so demeaning. It's, it clearly man. Look, on the job description, it said parking enforcement agent, right? Um, that make you feel good? Meter yeah, agent. Yeah, sort of. Uh, no, yeah, it was it was a good job. But I also got hired at as a security at a, at a nightclub. Uh, and then 
Shortly after, I got a call back from a place that I had worked uh, previously before um, that had layoffs uh, at Malvern Glass, which is also, again, all right by Phoenixville. And during this time, uh, I was working now three jobs, three places, had this opportunity to do that. And we were at Journey Church looking towards uh, getting a kid space right downtown. We had no space where we were meeting in the Colonial, and uh, we were able to rent this building, but it needed renovation. So I would actually work three jobs and then come at night uh, to help do work at that place. And I loved, I was like, this is, it was some of the first stuff that I got to do like work-wise for Journey. Yeah. Uh, and I think that had it not been um, kind of for that, like I got to work with Steve and I got to work with the guy that led me to Jesus. Uh, and I kind of, uh, I wasn't showing off my skills. I was just showing up and being there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I truly believe that, uh, partially if it wasn't for some of that, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'd be a pastor right now, right. you know, yeah. so it's, it's taking all the small steps in faith to live out the plan that God has for you. Yeah and and being bold with it and yeah. doing it blindly and it's not always going to be like you were talking about it earlier it's not always going to be the big mm -mm. the big thing that god's calling you to leave your job and go grab another job for less money and god's mm -hmm. calling you know what i mean sometimes it's god we talked about it earlier god's calling you to show up to church on sunday it's even we've been talking about um how it's not like we do these like drastic um things that like uh, separate us from God or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we allow these like little things into our lives that mm -hmm. end up being the big things yeah. that the enemy does. And it's just like that with your faith. Yeah. Um, we you, take little steps away mm -hmm. from the presence of God right. and just like, just as, as damaging as those little steps are right. against us when we take them right. away from the Lord, when we take those little steps toward God's presence, it has the, that same impact but in a positive way. Right. It's those, those little acts of faith and obedience that feel in the moment like just a mild nuisance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I would prefer to go to this concert on right. a Saturday night and then not show up to church the next day. You know what I mean? I would prefer we have, you know, the band we have practice on Wednesday nights. Every good concert is on a Saturday night or a Wednesday night, yeah. period. You know what <laughs> I mean? It is true. <laughs> I hate it. But like I would prefer to just not, Right. So, you know what I mean? As, as someone who serves, I prefer to not serve mm -hmm. and just go to that concert instead. Right. But like God is and now it's my job. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, like God had called me to be here and be part of what was going on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's those little things that I think have the most impact. But he, and he, he always does provide like back to like financially, like yeah. I would uh, Sundays, my parents are in a restaurant. That's where I managed. And I would like pick up serving shifts and we could make $300 on Sunday because, mm -hmm. um, it's brunch. And so we would do showers and stuff like that. And you could do it by yourself. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> so you would make a lot of money. Right. And I was like, this is a non-negotiable in my life because my life is so out of control. I can't miss Sunday, but right. I can't lose out on that money or I'm not going to pay my mortgage or put gas in my car to get to church. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. Like, I don't even want to live anymore, so I'm just going to go to church and not choose that. And, and right. then it was weird, like, every other week, some crazy tip I would get or, like, situation in my life that mm -hmm. would provide what I missed, what I would have missed out on Sunday. And I was like... You applied the Chick-fil-A principle. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> right. Close yeah. on Sunday. For sure. Kanye that, West. Yeah. I think, I think that just... Doing what God has called you to do is never the wrong decision. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? I think you know, even when it feels like it's going to cost you or you're not sure how it's going to work out, those are especially the times when you got to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And then making those decisions that's going to, like Steve talked about it this past week when he was talking about the breastplate of righteousness where his dad would tell him, your church, you need to do something that is bound to mm -hmm. fail if God doesn't show right. up. 
I think our lives are the same way. Right. But anyway, this was this was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you, Ian, for coming and spending some time with yeah, us. Good talk. Yeah. Ian, can you pray us out? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Jesus, thank you so much for this day and this opportunity that you've given us to, to be here and gather and, and speak of your goodness, Lord. Uh, please remind us, God, that in times where it can be difficult to, to believe that you're going to do what you say you're going to do, uh, as long as, as we take our steps of obedience, Lord, uh, please give us the strength and the courage and the energy and the wisdom, Lord, to, to take those and to step out. Uh, in faith, God. God, please protect us this week as we go out and and live our lives, Lord. Uh, We face uh, circumstances and and uncertainties, Lord. Uh, Give us what we need to to get through it, Lord. We love you, and we thank you for everything that you're going to do. We praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 See you, everybody. Have a great rest of your meeting.